Thank you for joining us here at His Heartline. You can find us at www.hisheartline.com. With God at the driver's seat, I am Jason, your co-host. You're listening to 1% or Less with Him. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you are in the world. It is Sunday, June 26, 2022. I hope everybody is having a wonderful weekend. And so I wanted to kind of just start off a little light here. Um, Here in West Michigan, it is a beautiful, sunny, blue-skied ever so lightly, lightly breezy kind of day. It's like perfect outside. Like I, I couldn't ask for a better, a better day. Uh, kind of a little irritated that I had to work today, but hey, you know, it's okay. So um, garden's getting a little bigger and it's producing some more. We were able to, you know, we were able to uh, uh, harvest some cherry tomatoes out of the garden which has been good and broccoli starting to come up we were able to harvest some of that and kale so it's kind of exciting and i tell you it's funny when people say that veggies taste so much better when they're homegrown than like from the grocery store they're not kidding there's so much of a richer taste in vegetables when you have homegrown veggies and fruit and so anyway but yeah it's been pretty cool. Never, never had a garden before. This is the first year of it. Uh, green beans aren't doing so well, but partly that was my fault. Didn't put them in within the gated area. Uh, rabbits have been getting at it. So, you know, it's partially my fault, but what are you going to do? Um, I'm going to extend my gated garden area so I can plant more. And um, yeah, I'm thinking maybe possibly by even, you know, buying, you know, uh, an eight by 10 foot greenhouse uh, this year to put up in one side of the yard but um yeah everything in time but i gotta say i'm very happy with seeing how things have been growing in the garden so anyway it's been really good um today we're going to be reading here at one percent with him we're going to be reading out of the book of john chapter 14 um and what we're going to be discussing is the last supper discourses and so we're going to read actually the whole chapter of chapter 14 Um, And then we'll kind of go over a little summary of it. But it reads, do not let your hearts be troubled. You have faith in God, have faith also in me. In my father's house, there are many dwelling places. If there were not, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back again and take you for to myself. So that where I am, you also may be. Where I am going, you know the way. And then Thomas said to him, Master, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, then you will also know my Father. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. And Philip said to him, Master, show us the Father and that will be enough for us. And Jesus said to him, well, have I been with you for so long a time that you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own. The Father who dwells in me is doing his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or else believe because of the works themselves. 
Amen, amen, I say to you, whoever believes in me will do the works that I do and will do greater ones than these because I am going to the Father. And whatever you ask in my name, I will do so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything of me in my name, I will do it. Continuing on with verse 15. If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you always, the Spirit of truth. I love that line. Which the world cannot accept because it neither sees nor knows it. But you know it because it remains with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me because I live and you will live. <clears throat> Excuse me. On that day, you will realize that I am in the Father and you are in me and I in you. Whoever has my commandments and observes them is the one who loves me. And whoever loves me will be loved by my Father and I will love him and reveal myself to him. Judas, not the Iscariot said to him, Master, then, what happened that you will receive your father to us and not to the world? And Jesus answered and said to him, Whoever loves me will keep my word, and my father will love him, and we will come to him and make our dwelling with him. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words, yet the word you hear is not mine, but that of the Father who sent me. And I have told you this while I am with you. The Advocate, the Holy Spirit, that the Father will send in my name, he will teach you everything and remind you of all that I told you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give it to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled or afraid. You heard me tell you I am going away, and I will come back to you. If you love me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. And I now I and now, excuse me, and now I have told you this before it happens, so that when it happens you may believe. I will no longer speak much with you, for the ruler of the world is coming. He has no power over me, but the world must know that I love the Father, and that I do just as the Father has commanded me. Get up, let us go. And so that concludes the chapter, the reading of uh, the whole chapter 14. And <clears throat> I, I love the Gospels, especially John. There's something about the Gospels that just really resonate with it. Maybe because there's a lot of red letter language in there, right? A lot of text from Jesus that we get to read. And what better words to read on this earth than the ones from Christ our King? And so, you know, as we read this, so, <clears throat> excuse me, let me take a sip of water. Oh, excuse me about that. But, you know, during the Last Supper, Jesus made dire predictions, and he noted that one of the inner circles would become a traitor and said Peter would deny him three times that very evening. And that was referenced in chapter 13, verse 38. And now this chapter begins a long address from Jesus. And other than five moments where the disciples ask a question, Scripture from here until the end of chapter 17 is entirely composed of the words of Christ, which is one of the reasons why I love the Gospels, especially John. And Jesus begins with comfort and reassurance 
and this applies to their you know immediate emotions but also serves to strengthen their faith and in, in the hours to come and these words are spoken to the disciples but include principles which also apply to all believers now the first words of this chapter continue uninterrupted from the prediction that peter will deny christ excuse me what yeah deny christ and scripture indicates jesus sometimes had tr- a troubled spirit which you know we can often reference back in john 11 33 and 12 27 but you know here he tells his followers not to have troubled hearts and this is so key because again if you go back to where it says and i i love this verse in verse 27 where it says peace i leave you my peace i give you not as the world gives do i give it to you do not let your hearts be troubled or afraid again one of the many times in the bible that tells us basically fear not like i've always kept saying fear not there's a reason why this message is reiterated time and time and time again there's a lot of things in this world that give us a lot of anxiety i get it there's a lot of things in this world that gives us anxiety there's a lot of things that get us kind of worried and yeah it's pretty easy to kind of you know let fear sink in if we allow it to but although jesus often said his path is one others could not follow and he also said that his followers know the way to where he is going and that seems confusing since in order to know how to get somewhere it's usually necessary to know the end destination right and that's when thomas expressed this very misunderstanding and then that's when jesus responded by saying that the knowledge in question is not intellectual the means to obtain salvation is not a path or a process it is a person and jesus is the way and the truth and the life as we saw in 14:6 and so arriving at our spiritual destiny is not a matter of speaking or excuse me seeking a goal on our own terms but rather a question of whether we know the person who embodies ultimate truth and so then Philip then asked a question, hiding on the idea, hinging on the idea of Jesus being the one to show them the Father. And Jesus responds with another claim that he and God are one. To see Christ is to see God. The words, actions, actions teachings, miracles of Jesus all serve as proof of these concepts. And along with that, Jesus noted that those who come after him will be able to do greater works than he has. And that is such a profound, powerful statement, if you actually think about it. If you actually think about it. Let's read that. He said that we would be able to do greater works than he has. In context, this does not imply believers have more divine power than Jesus did, but rather it means the opportunity to reach more people in for longer than Jesus did during his public ministry. So remember, Jesus didn't live very long, low 30s before he perished. And as part of that, request made in the name of Christ aligned with his purpose and will, will be granted. 
And so just before promising the help of the Holy Spirit, Jesus makes a strong comment about the relationship between a person's love for Christ and their actions. And the statement is brutally brief and to the point, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. To help us in that way, we are promised assistance from the Holy Spirit. Amen. And the assistance will not be fully realized until after the Pentecost. And this is a personal relationship that unbelieving world that the unbelieving world cannot know since it rejects God. And then Christ also goes on to explain the idea that this helper is available only to believers. The world, which does not know God, can't see God or experience the Holy Spirit for that matter. And so one of the disciples asked Jesus to clarify this idea. And so the, the idea of the Holy Spirit which Jesus also links to himself and the Father, hence the Trinity, is for those who love him and keep his teachings. That's why it's so important on a daily basis to invite Christ in your heart so that you can be bridged to the Father because Christ is the Father and Father is the Christ. And so a reoccurring theme in this part of Scripture is Jesus reminds that some of his words won't be fully understood until later. and That's for sure. And in this case, much of what Jesus was saying will only make sense after he has made or has, he has been arrested, executed, and also resurrected. And so telling the disciples these things in advance is a way of bolstering their faith when those events actually do take place, because then they'll recollect on all his words as they see things unfold and be like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, he did say this was going to happen. Like, for example. Peter denying Christ three times before the the crow, you know, before before the crow, you know, before the cock crow, uh, whatever he does, right? Before he crows. <laughs> Words are fleeting my mind right now. But he again reminds us that Satan has no power over him. And what's about to happen to him occurs only by Christ's own choice. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's why it's, it irritates me so much when people, when people often say that people who have a crucifix with Jesus on the cross is just is someone who likes to celebrate the sacrifice of Christ. It's like whoa, whoa, whoa! No, I do not celebrate the sacrifice of Christ. That's just it's terrible what he went through. I can't even imagine or fathom the pain and torment and the physical agony and the mental anguish that that man went through in the flesh. It bothers me knowing what he had to go through. But again, it was his own choice because he knew the, the prophecy had to be fulfilled. He knew that. He knew what his role was because that was why God sent him. Christ had a specific purpose, and that was to die for our sins and shed his own blood to wash away the sins of the world, for me, for you, and for everybody else that you know in your own circles. And like it says in verse 28, you heard me tell you, I am going away and I will come back to you. If you love me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. And now that I have told you this before it happens, so that when it happens, you may believe. 
and I will no longer speak much with you, for the ruler of the world is coming. Who is the ruler of the world? Satan. But then it continues to say, he has no power over me. But the world must know that I love the Father, and that I do just as the Father has commanded me. Get up. Let us go. Mm-hmm. Very, very powerful. I love when he said, though, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to Father except through me. <clears throat> Powerful words. Very, very powerful words. But peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give it to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled or afraid. And so that is the uh, reading of the whole chapter, chapter John. It's a very, it's one of my favorite gospels. I, I, that's one of my favorite books in the New Testament. I can't say out of the whole Bible, man, maybe the whole Bible, yeah, because I, that's it's definitely one of my favorites in the New Testament. But there's, I think, I like, uh, oh boy, I can't even pick one in, in Old Testament. But at the end of the day, though, it's such a powerful, powerful chapter. I mean, the Gospel of John is just a powerful book in general. And people always ask me, well, when you read the Bible, and I've never read it before, right? Like, because you get so many people that are newbies, they're like, well, where do I start? Well, I've always told people, well, if you start in the Old Testament, start with Proverbs. You can never go wrong with Proverbs because there's so much wisdom in that. But if you're going to start in the New Testament, I mean, Matthew's good, but I, I like, I'm partial to John. I always say, well, maybe start with the book of John. Because there's so much to unpack there and so much red letter language there from Christ. And so... Yeah, it's just a very, very powerful book. I mean, obviously the Bible in general is a powerful book, but, you know, I love John. And I think, if I recall correctly, it's on Pure Flix. I think it's Pure Flix, <clears throat> the Christian version of Netflix, if you will. Um, I believe if you type in The Life of Jesus, I think is what it's called. Don't quote me on it. It's The Life of Christ or Life of Jesus. I cannot remember. But it is a awesome eight-episode series that's based out of the book of John. Watch it. It's really cool how it comes to life. And they did such a great job uh, directing it. Whoever directed it did an outstanding job. So if you have Pure Flix, check it out. Uh, I think, like I said, it's called The Life of Jesus. Um, it's awesome. So anyway, but that's all I have. We're going to end this in a prayer. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. I have, Let me take a quick sip of water. I'm sorry. I have a frog in my throat. It just won't go away. All right. Excuse me again. All right, Heavenly Father, we thank you so very much for this time together, and we appreciate the words of wisdom from your Son, and we just thank you so very, very much for another day of life and good health, and I just appreciate all that you give us and my family and those that are listening and those that, you know, listen later on the download. I just pray that everybody, you know, has peace in their heart and has no fear, no anxieties, because we are living in a world that is just filled with so much chaos that it's stirring everybody's emotions up and their minds and their hearts. And we just need to remember that, 
you know, do like you say right here, do not let your hearts be troubled or afraid. And we need to keep remembering that. There's a reason why you often tell us fear not over 360 times throughout your good book. There's a very good reason for that. And we need to remember that. And so I just pray that anybody out there that's listening to this or that will be listening to this, or even if they're even people that are not listening to this, I just pray each and every single soul out there finds peace and you guide them, be that guiding light for them, Lord. We are going to make a big comeback here. We're going to have the largest revival I think this world has ever seen, that this nation's ever seen. So we pray all this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. And so with that, I will conclude this. And um, like I said, I will be doing a His Hardline quick look uh, here in a little bit. And until then or the next time, remember, share this podcast far and wide if you could. It's been growing exponentially, all thanks to you guys. I see the downloads, I see the new followers, and I do appreciate it. And it's not so much me, but I'm sure God appreciates it. Because remember, I'm just a co-host. God is the host. He's the one that's in charge of all this. Jesus is in charge of all this. They're the ones that are behind the, you know, behind the wheel of this ship, if you will. So I know they're very, very pleased as well. But thank you so much, and I really do appreciate it. Until then or the next time, I hope you all have a wonderful Sunday. Be safe and happy Monday. We'll be back tomorrow for another 1% with him. Have a blessed night. I want to say thank you again for joining us here at His Heart Line. You just listened to 1% or less with him. Don't forget you can find us at www.ishardline.com. We look forward to seeing you next time. Have a blessed day.